0: Now the clean-up and the damage assessment is continuing in the wake of Storm Ellen last night. Many homes remain without power this morning. Some roads are blocked by fallen trees and debris and flood damage is once again a huge problem for many homes and businesses. We'll be going live to Skibbereen in a moment where there has been significant flooding. But first, I'm joined on the line by Derek Hines, who's Operations Manager with the ESB. And Derek, thank you for joining us this morning. Um, Could you update us, I suppose, on the situation this morning and how many people are currently without power?
1: Good morning, Sarah. Um, we currently have just under 130,000 homes and businesses without power. Um, when we started this morning at about 6am that was about 194,000. So we've been making really good progress across the morning so far, and um, primarily in our control centre where we're able to check out any local reports of damage to the network and then use the technology that we have in the control centre to try and get power back so we've been able to get maybe 63 or 64,000 homes back on power so far this morning. Um, right now, we have all of our crews at work, um, particularly in Cork, Tipperary, Westmead, um, as updated there on your news bulletin. In Cork, for example, this morning, we had 13, 38,000 homes without power. That's down to 32,000 now. And we're showing similar improvements and restoration profiles across all of the country. And so, so far, it's been a very positive morning in terms of getting power back. Um, But we're still getting lots of reports back in from members of the public about damage to the network, trees that have come down. And right now, we have 1,400 locations that have been notified to us that we need to visit over the next day or two to make sure that there are no public safety concerns at those locations and to carry out any repairs that might be necessary to the network.
0: Okay, and how long do you think before everyone will have their power restored? Um,
1: Right now we're updating all of the estimated restoration times on powercheck.ie so for anybody who is suffering from a loss of power this morning they should get the latest information on powercheck.ie from around 10am this morning, so that should be live right now. it feels at the minute like it's going to stretch into tomorrow, and hopefully not much further than that. Um, based on previous storms and events like this, this is not going to be a short solution. So um, we'll be working hard to get everybody really accurate information by later on this afternoon. Right. Um, but right now, like if anybody comes across anything out there that looks unsafe, that looks like a wire or a tree or anything that's down. Um, We'd really like them to call us at 1800 372 999. The more information that we can get, the better information that we can provide in terms of when power will be
0: all right, Derek Hines, Operations Manager with the ESB Networks. Thank you very much for that update. Now, one of the county's worst affected last night by Storm Ellen was Cork, where significant numbers of people remain without power, as Derek was outlining there. And there are also reports of overnight flooding and extensive damage for both homes and businesses. I can go now live to our reporter, Brian O'Connell, who's in uh, Skibbereen, I think, at the moment. Brian, what does it look like there?
2: That's right. Well, good morning, Sarah. I'm here on Bridge Street in Skibbereen in West Cork, where last night, for a period of time, the street here was turned into something... Uh, like a river as water, which seemingly had nowhere else to go, came down the street here and damaged many homes and businesses on either side. Cork County Council, as you would expect, are investigating what exactly happened here in Skibbereen because there has been a significant flood relief investment here in recent years. We're going to hear from the council presently and from some of those businesses impacted, many of whom are here on the street continuing the clean-up operation. You might be able to hear the power hosing going on in the background here behind me. issues related to power as we've just heard and the ESB, but also the issue of falling trees and debris on the roads. For example, the road from Kinsale to Cork City last night was impassable in parts. Large trees and different types of debris was blocking the route and a lot of work had taken place on main routes this morning which seemed to be cleared by and large, but some smaller roads are still impassable, particularly in the east of County Cork.
0: Yeah, and as you say we can hear the power hoses there behind you um, what, what is the scene like there on, on Bridge Street and Skibbereen and, and this surrounding area.
2: Well there are many businesses and homeowners here coming to terms with the damage to their premises. Charles and Maeve McCarty are across the road cleaning the ground floor estate agent business they have. There are sponges, buckets, sandbags and various doorways. That power hose is getting closer and closer to me, I can tell you. Eldon's Hotel here adjacent, they're trying to get the mud cleared from the laneway. That was damaged last night. Water came in, a number of different doors. The owner was telling me he wanted to open a drain outside to try and alleviate the flooding, but there wasn't a key available and he feels vital time was lost trying to get that open. Earlier on this morning sub-business owners were as I said coming to terms with the damage here to their business in Skibbereen. Beginning with Brian Hennessy he owns and runs a Londa store at one end of the street. You're busy getting the newspapers ready. Quite a dramatic front page on the Southern Star deluge.
3: Yeah, kind of sums up last night as well too. Um, we had torrential rain there around nine o'clock last night. What almost resembled like a river flowing down the, the street just past us here, it was just incredible stuff. Previous years there, let's like get has had issues with flooding and um, this tends to be one of the areas that tends to get hit. Um, there's, there's a culvert or a drain back along here and tends to get totally overflown, blocked up. So, literally it just resembled a river flowing past the, the Russell Road here and down on the bridge street. So it was, the power of the water was incredible really. I suppose for about half an hour, half an hour three of course, an hour to just relentless. Um, and because of the fall of the ground, it's naturally going to make its way down into the into the bridge street, the lower parts here. And they all got flooded last night. Um,
2: there were millions spent here on flood defences.
3: There were. Um, and um, I'd say people more qualified than me would, would probably have to answer that one, really. Um, I mean, like last night's rain was incredible. Um, but. I would assume that's what the millions were spent to, to avoid that. In yeah. terms
2: of your property here, you managed to avoid damage?
3: We got a little bit of flooding in the back, all right, to be fair. Um, but I mean, it was all tiled, so it's, it was easy enough to try and deal with it. The ones I feel sorry for are the, the businesses and the houses on the lower level here. Um, we were down giving help now last night, and there was a lot of water got in, and there was quite a bit of damage. No, they have been here before on a number of occasions. Very disparaging. Oh, very much so, yeah. So
2: that's Brian Hennessy, Sarah, who owns Alondas here on Bridge Street. Now privately some locals are asking questions as to whether or not works in addition to that recent multi-million euro flood release scheme in Skibreen, whether the additional works had any role in this. Some are pointing to a storm drain in an area here known as The Cutting and whether or not that may have worked as effectively as it should. These are all questions obviously which are going to have to be addressed. One other business owner I met this morning was Ashling Daly and she was plugging in dehumidifiers and opening up her store called Boutique earlier.
4: I'm in since about seven o'clock.
2: Water came in last night?
4: Yeah, it came in. It wasn't too bad. It looked worse from the outside, but. um,
2: And on your door here, it came up about what, two feet?
4: I suppose, yeah, about two feet.
2: So it came into the ground floor of the boutique?
4: Yeah, and like when we walked in, like we could feel all the boards are after lifting. And in fairness, the minute we got in, um, about 10 people came in and helped me get it out straight away. So we got it cleared really fast.
2: So you have a dehumidifier at the moment? These were rugs that were on the ground? They were on it?
4: my bed, on the salon, the the treatment bed, so they're all wet.
2: And had you any heads up yesterday that this could be no, about to nothing. happen? No, nothing.
4: I literally saw it on a WhatsApp group last night. No one from Skid Green and I didn't even know about it. And I just by looks that I come in and check on the salon.
2: This is an area that has flooded before?
4: Yeah, apparently it's flooded around four times, I think. I've been here two years, and this is my first time.
2: Must be... Pretty devastating in a way to come in at seven o'clock this morning and to have to deal with this. It
4: was devastating to see last night. Yeah, I got a bit of a shock now last night. Because you
2: just don't know what you're going to encounter. No, no. Not Are you hoping at all. to open for business
4: today?
0: No, not today. But I, I think we'll be fine by tomorrow. Yeah, it's so difficult for business owners. After all they've been through in the last couple of months. Um, I know you've also met with council officials, Brian.
2: Yes, and Cork County Council has said they're investigating the cause of this specific flooding here in Skibbereen. They're liaising with the OPW, also, also concerned about weather in the couple in the couple of days ahead. This is John O'Hearn. John is senior executive engineer with Cork County Council.
5: We didn't really experience the high winds that were expected, but we did experience very high rainfall here last night. The figures that we have indicate that in a three-hour period last night here in Skibbereen, we uh, we experienced 55 millimetres of rainfall which is quite intense, and that has led to flooding in Bridge Street, unfortunately. How did the flooding happen? I suppose a very high intense rainfall event. Um, we, are, you know, we are investigating the cause of it at the moment. But There uh, was a
2: lot of money spent here on alleviating flooding like this.
5: Yes, as you know, I mean, there's a major OPW scheme in the town, but um, we have been in contact with, our, with the OPW and the personnel. We've appraised them of the situation last night.
2: I suppose you can understand why some locals are angry, given that they thought issues like this were alleviated.
5: Understandably so Brian, yeah, and as I said look we, we know we continue to, to discuss with, with um with other agencies and um, you know any measures any further measures with more of those discussions. So generally around the county I mean
2: last night I was in Kinsale there was a lot of debris on the roads, a lot of fallen trees, but the roads seemed quite clear this morning as I came from Cork to here on the main roads at least.
5: Yeah so, as I said Brian yeah, most of the the trees damage seems to be further in the east of the county. Um, we, we fought we, while we had had high winds that situation may change throughout the day you know we're not out of the woods yet uh, ground conditions remain very wet
0: and Brian I know you were also in Kinsale last night what was it like there?
2: Well, from early evening in Kinsale, many boat owners were taking their boats from the water, or they were busy trying to secure their vessels. There has been significant investment in drainage and flood flood relief schemes in the area, so I suppose businesses weren't as concerned in areas like Kinsale. Uh, Bandon is the same as well. It seems the flood relief scheme worked very well there. But many uh, people in Kinsale had erected their flood barriers and they'd put out their sandbags just as a precaution. Now, I did spend time with Eamon O'Neill throughout the night last night in Kinsale. uh, He's a fishermen, and many of his colleagues were helping to secure boats. There were Some boats were coming from Baltimore into the harbour and can sail to shelter. We can hear a little bit of that now.
3: At nine o'clock, the wind started a
2: piping. It's coming up to about on. half past ten now. Yeah, uh, You could probably hear the wind obviously, and the rain is really bucketing yeah. down. Yeah, These are boats that were fishing out of Baltimore, and they're coming in here to take no, they're, shelter. They're the uh, Baltimore fellas at the head of the pier for shelter. They yeah. came up from Baltimore because Baltimore would be very bad tonight against the pier and uh, the, the, the others are local boats that were fishing for the last couple of days and they're landing to the lorries there now at the moment. I mean the rain is literally coming down in sheets Puffins, now. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, as I said, forecast spot on, fairness to them. How you about know? your boat? We're looking at it out here on the left hand side. She's grand, I'm lucky with the two Baltimore fellas, they're giving me a bit of shelter, so not too bad, yeah. the, the tide has gone back now, so that, that'll help a lot. We can hear already yeah. things yeah. beginning to move around yeah. us. Yeah. But the wind is really swirling, isn't it? They're starting to howl above and, the, above and on, the, on the high ground in Compass Hill. You can hear it. So around midnight is the height of it, please ease away, then it'll go into the west slightly.
0: All right, Brian, thank you very much for that report. Well, I'm joined on the line now by Fianna Fáil TD for Cork South West, Christopher O'Sullivan. And Christopher, thank you very much for joining us this morning. Uh, you have questions about what happened with the flooding in Skibbereen overnight. Can you explain what your questions are?
6: Yeah, hi, hey Sarah. And... Um First of all, look, my heart goes out to the business owners and residents of Bridge Street who have once again uh, been impacted. Um, they were probably getting ready to go to bed last night in the comfort of knowing that uh, tens of millions of euro had been spent on a flood relief scheme, um, which they were assured uh, would work and would keep uh, the town dry and would keep their premises dry. Um, and that hasn't been the case. Uh, and clearly uh, that leaves uh, huge questions to be answered. Um, I think what you'll see now is a debate will be sparked uh, and there'll be a bit of a kind of blame game as to who would have had responsibility for the uh, area. Um, The OPW, as we said, spent tens of millions on a flood relief scheme that we were told would provide protection for the town. Can you tell Uh, me a little
0: bit more about that, if you don't mind? How much was spent and when was it put in place?
6: The original uh, quote was £18 That was the original allocation for uh, the funding of the flood re- flood relief scheme um and I believe the, the it was completed uh, i think about three years ago now, but the it went into massive overrun, so that figure of eighteen million isn't accurate sarah uh it, and that's why I use the term tens of millions because we're not i'm not entirely sure of the exact amount but
0: all right so this uh, would have uh, been the first test then would it of of the flood no, defenses it,
6: it w- it would have been tested, I think, in about November two years ago. There was a high amount of rainfall. And to be honest, look, I um, have to say that elements of the flood relief scheme certainly have worked there as areas that under this amount of rainfall, which would have traditionally would have flooded, have not flooded. That said, it seems that we have a situation whereby a simple culvert uh, has been blocked, and that has led to devastation. of I think there's 21 homes and premises on Bridge Street in total. I mean when you spend that amount of money on a flood relief scheme whether it's the opw or whether it's the local authority has responsibility uh that should not be the case it's simple um my understanding and you hear speculation and different um i suppose explanations over the coming days and weeks um it, my understanding is that a, a grid was to be installed at the culvert in the cutting as we heard referred to there when brian was doing his interviews uh, and that wasn't installed, and that led to a blocking of the culvert. Now that's speculation, but I suppose the 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 basic element, the basic point to be made here, sir, is that when you have that amount of taxpayers' money invested in a uh, state-of-the-art design, we're told, then the 21 homes and businesses on on Bridge Street should have remained dry last night. Mm. Um, we were told it was to cater for, I think, a one in 1,000 year event. And um, yes, we did have intense rainfall last night, but that's exactly the type of situation this flood relief scheme was supposed to cater for. So it's, it's it's not good enough. And the did people it, of Skipperie deserve better.
0: Did it work at all, Christopher? Or is it fair to say that the flooding was less than it would have been if the defences weren't in place?
6: Ah, certainly. I mean, um, 100%. And look, we've had a range of flood relief schemes. Bandon, as, as we've heard, um, has got away okay. Clannock Kilty in my hometown, um, we have had a flood relief scheme there as well, and it seems to have worked. Uh, and, you know, we, we, were, we were confident it would, because we were told it would. And I was actually looking over headlines there, uh, from the local newspaper based to bring the Southern Star, where, where they were saying that um, skid to be free of flooding. Um, and that is not the case. So, um, yes, of course, uh, I'm sure it would have been a lot worse. But this, clearly, the flood relief scheme wasn't all-encompassing. And mm-hmm. if we can't cater for uh, the blocking of a culvert, then it's not doing its job. So the serious questions have to be answered. And, and will you be I raising
0: know, those questions with with your party colleague, Minister Dara O'Brien, um, and your coalition partner, Minister for the OPW, Patrick O'Donovan, then? Mm-hmm.
6: Yeah, so Patrick, um, we've been through a crazy week here uh, in in West Cork, as you may have heard, Sarah. We had deluges this day last week where entire road networks were washed away. The Uh, the town of uh, Ross Carabry experienced bad flooding, so in fairness, Minister Patrick did come down and he visited those worst impacted. I've just got assurance today as well from um, Minister Michael McGrath, Minister of Public Expenditure, who clearly will have a role in rectifying um, roads and and, um, putting in prevention measures. He will visit... West Cork next week to visit the worst impacted areas. So right. they need to see from themselves on the ground how this is impacting people.
0: All right, Christopher O'Sullivan, Fianna Fáil TD for Cork South West. Thank you very much for joining us from there. Uh, we're heading to County Roscommon now and I'm joined on the line by Laura Tully of Fit Farmers. And Laura, you have no power this morning. I believe there's quite a few trees around you down around you as, as well. Can you just explain to us where exactly you are in the county and, and what happened last night?
7: Good morning, Sarah. I'm uh, here in Ballydangan, which lies between Athlone and Ballinasloe down in South Roscommon. And uh, we're waking up this morning, I suppose, to a little bit of a shock because we just had a yellow wind warning for the night. Um, We've got power outages, we've got no broadband, we've very little phone coverage and uh, there's a lot of fallen trees and debris in the area.
0: Um, And when you're talking about the trees, is it multiple trees that you're seeing that are down or has there been any work begun to, to try and move them on?
7: lots of really big trees, big old trees, broadleaf trees, you know, they're heavily laden with green leaves at the moment but the crews are already out here um, clearing, they've cleared our own road and the, they're working on the main route, the, the R446 the main road between Athlone and Um I can see uh, several ESB crews in the area and I see air and our local Garda, so I have to say there's a great response from all of those and Roscommon County Council but uh, certainly need to be safe this morning and around here there's lots of loose branches throughout the area and um, lots of uh, sort of um, unstable trees now as well but the, the big work is underway here um, given that we weren't as prepared maybe as down south I, I'm really pleased with the response
0: Yeah and I suppose that's the thing as you say there was a yellow warning um, but a lot of other news as well um, being discussed yesterday and perhaps some people were taken by surprise uh, do you think vulnerable people should be checked now by their neighbours are there checks going on to, to make sure everybody's ok
7: Yeah, um, I know our local community council have uh, a communication and we're all checking in on each other just locally here. There's flasks of of boiling water being distributed and just little simple things. Um, I think we've all built up our resilience in recent times and we've actually built up a great community network in rural Ireland. So it's great to have that now installed and people are just looking out for each other. But, you know, we're thankful that we're not in the situation of, of those poor people in Cork and businesses. But uh, we are a little bit taken aback, but sure, we'll we'll get through it now.
0: OK, and your own work as a nurse, Laura, will you make it into Ethelone IT today?
7: Yeah, I'm going to be able to get in there now. I wasn't in on time because of the road blockages, but um, there's power on campus, so I'll be heading in there now.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us this morning. That's Laura Tully of Fit Farmers talking to us from County Roscommon. Back after this. Today with Sarah McInerney on RTE
1: Radio 1.